Howdy. This is Too Busy for Crypto. This podcast is for fans of cryptocurrency who want to increase their financial literacy and cryptocurrency literacy. I am not an expert. I am an enthusiast. This podcast is my hobby and is for education. This episode is Basic Data for Hex. This episode is an introduction to a few websites where you can look at on-chain data for Hex that is presented in a user-friendly way. That is, user-friendly for crypto. The main websites described in this episode are hexstats.today, apphex.win, hex.vision, gopulse.com, go.hex.com, etherscan.io, and hexfire.io. For all websites, I suggest using a VPN to obfuscate your IP address and turning off geolocation, specifically if you are entering information like your public address key. Never enter your seed phrase or private key anywhere. Never click random links if you have a hot wallet like MetaMask open. If a website wants you to connect a wallet, you can generate a throwaway account on a software wallet to check out the website applications, and you can use the same throwaway soft wallet if you are connecting a hardware wallet when you actually do your things. As with anything related to technology and the internet, anything I say about a website can change. Websites cost money, and many private crypto participants only keep their personal websites up to date for a year or two. Websites sustained by advertising or leveraging user data do not always have your interests in mind. Examples of websites to exercise caution with are coin ranking sites, trading platforms that promote use of debt or leverage, so-called dApps where you are not sure what the purpose is, crypto news sites, and above all, crypto influencer sites. While there are hackers out there who would want to drain your hot wallet by getting you to click a vampire link or buy a vampire token while your wallet is open, most negative activity in crypto is simply trying to funnel you into some kind of scheme. Sure, the scheme I like is Hex, and I assume you are interested in that. What is more critical than buying any token is that we understand the need for tools like cryptocurrency to take some control back from central banks, and that using these tools requires effort. We each have to make the effort to find and share information if we are going to earn our freedom. Now for the website discussion. First up, hexstats.today also known as HexDailyStats. HexStats.today is the simplest way to view or download on-chain data related to Hex. It was developed and is made available by a random person known as Togosh. I am not aware of any known affiliation to Richard Hart or any of his developers past or present. A blockchain or cryptocurrency is a spreadsheet on the internet. Hex Stats posts numbers from the Hex contract and also calculations based on those numbers. This website updates once per day after UTC zero hour when the Hex contract updates its system state. 
links at the bottom of the page will help you see the programming code to see how this data is obtained. This is on-chain data. On-chain data is pure and unfiltered. It is presented as a table. It can be browsed on the site or downloaded as a spreadsheet. Now that Hex exists on both the Ethereum network and on the Pulse Chain network, there are two tables for those respective data sets. A lot of the charts a person may run across can be verified by reviewing the data available at Hex Stats. The data that is made available can change, or the column titles can change, but it has been essentially the same for the years that it has existed. Pulse Chain data was added because Hex on Pulse Chain is independent from Hex on Ethereum. They are the same contract code running on independent networks. Pulse Chain network forked from Ethereum in May of 2023. As of January 2024, Hexstats has about 40 columns of data, and each row of data represents one day. 1,500 days of Hex operation means 1,500 rows. Even though PulseChain has come into existence after day 1250, it has 1,500 rows of days instead of only 250 rows of days because PulseChain is the first full system state fork of Ethereum. Hex has had 100% uptime with no flaws, hence there is a row for every day. Ethereum and PulseChain have had total uptime and no flaws during Hex's existence. Even if the networks had flaws, Hex is isolated and would appear unaffected as soon as they resumed operation. Here is a list of 26 interesting data columns that you can look at at Hex Stats. Day. Date. Price in dollars. Payout per T-share in Hex. T-share price in dollars. T-share rate in Hex. Increase in T-share rate in Hex. Average mining length in years. APY rate in percent, which is Hex rewards plus early in-stake penalties. T-shares in shares. Change in T-shares in shares. Total supply of Hex. Minted inflation of Hex. Circulating supply of Hex. Locked supply of Hex. Locked percent of all Hex coins. Payout in Hex. Penalties in Hex. Total number of holders of Hex as number of wallets. Change in total holders. Current miners. Change in current miners. Total miners. Change in total miners. Current holders. And change in current holders. Now for some brief descriptions of why some of these data columns are interesting. 1. Payout per T-share describes how much hex one T-share accrues per day. If the T-share rate is 35,000 hex per T-share, and the daily payout is a constant 7 hex per day, then the T-share generates 100% return in 5,000 days, or 13.7 years. 
2. The T-share price in dollars converts the hex per T-share into dollars to understand current market rates. 3. The T-share rate describes how much hex must be staked for one day to acquire one T-share. More T-shares may be acquired for longer periods. The relationship is linear. Each year up to 10 years adds 20% more T-shares for a maximum of 3 times the shares at 10 years or more. 4. Increase in T-share rate describes how many hex a T-share costs versus the previous day. The rate updates daily and changes are dependent on the ending of stakes. Big changes are usually related to long stakes or the distribution of penalty rewards to miners who had staked hex. 5. Average mining length, described in years, gives a rough indication of overall commitment to staking. 6. APY rate, parentheses, rewards plus early end stake penalties. Annual percent yield adds the day's hex inflation rewards to the day's distribution of penalties and calculates what percent yield that amount would produce if it was the payout every day on a 10-plus year stake. 7. T-shares, in parentheses, shares, and change in T-shares, also in shares, describes the number of current shares receiving the 3.69% fixed inflation rewards. As the T-share rate ratchets up over time, the total supply of shares deflates. However, these numbers can go up and down in the short term based on staking and unstaking activity. 8. Total supply of hex describes the circulating supply of hex plus the locked supply of hex. Circulating supply is liquid, meaning it can be traded anytime. Locked supply is temporarily sent to a null address during the staking period while the T-shares mine more hex. A null address is used for double-entry accounting to make the hex inaccessible until the end stake function is run. 9. Minted inflation of hex describes the yield from stakes released into liquid supply. This is a transfer from locked supply to circulating supply. The yield from staked hex is realized inflation. Hex inflation is deferred until and end stake releases it into liquid supply. 10. Locked percent of coins. This number is very important. This is the quickest way to evaluate both staking activity and potential yield. A higher percent of locked coins means that there is higher usage of the staking contract and lower maximum yield for all stakes. Higher staking implies more support of market prices in exchange for lower yield. When the locked percent is lower, then the yield rate is higher and that incentivizes more staking. 11. Payout of hex and penalties of hex. The total payout and total penalties for all stakes is important 
but daily payout is easier to understand because it is a smaller number based on a T-share. Penalties is important because it is the kicker on yield and provides strictly upside volatility, which is music to an investor's ears. 12. Of total versus current holders, current holders is what matters. This is based on public addresses. There can be more than one address per person, but most people have one address. 13. Of total versus current miners, current miners is what matters. Hex is mined by T-shares. T-shares are acquired for staking Hex. Hex is a tradable commodity. T-shares are a non-tradable receipt for the return of staked Hex principal plus the yield of mined Hex inflation. The ratio of current miners to current holders is an indication of staking activity, price support, and potential yields. 14. The change of current miners and current holders is short-term and can go up and down a little or a lot on any given day. It is best to view the long-term trends of total holders and total miners. That is all for the stats that are available on hexstats.today, aka Hex Daily Stats. You can see stats for the Ethereum network and the Pulse Chain network. This site is major for leveling up not only your understanding of what is going on, but also for knowing where you can go for raw information. Also on this page, if you click the Charts button, you get seven cool charts. They are 1. T-share price 2. Current miners 3. New daily miners 4. Average mining length 5. The T-share rate 6. Payout per T-share and 7. Total T-shares There are also links to other sites that chart data. I will spend less time discussing the rest of the websites. That is mainly to emphasize the usefulness of Hex Daily Stats. I could spend a lot more time on each website. Website number two, apphex.win slash charts. Apphex.win hosts front ends for staking as well as charts to visualize data. I will focus on the charts. At the top, you will notice two squares. One square is Ethereum data and one is Pulse Chain data. These report five things. 1. Current hex price related to dollars as either DAI or USDC stablecoin. 2. The T-share rate in dollars. 3. The payout per T-share in dollars for the previous day. 4. The percent of hex that is staked. And 5. The makeup of the DEX pools. PulseX is the main DEX for PulseChain, and Uniswap is the main DEX for Ethereum. The DEX pools are not important to the average person. It is more important to compare hex price, T-share price, and percent staked on either chain. There are six charts below this. Give them time to load. Chart 1. P-hex price. This is hex on PulseChain. Chart 2. Current stakers on both chains. Although there is currently more staking activity on Pulse Chain due to lower fees, the important takeaway is the shape of the curve 
and the angle that it is rising. Chart 3. The T-Share Rate for Both Chains This chart shows real past data and future projections. The T-Share Rate can only go up, not down. The rate of change is not known for sure, but it can be projected into the future based on stakes currently in the system and the current payout. The projection will change slightly every day and be more accurate for near rather than distant time frames. Unless or until there is a big difference in new future stakes on one chain versus the other, then these rates will track closely. Chart 4. Daily Payout Per T-Share This chart shows the strictly upside volatility of yield. The daily payout slowly ratchets up over time if the T-share rate increases and the percent staked remains stable. Days with high penalties for early end stakes lead to more yield for the remaining stakers. The chain with less stake tax will have higher daily payouts, excluding penalties. Shares that began before May 2023 exist on both chains, and an early end stake on one chain and not the other will result in penalties being paid out on one chain and not the other. Chart 5. Total P shares. T is trillion, P is peta, or quadrillion. Shares are shares. The letter indicates the size of the unit. P shares means a smaller number to read on the y-axis on the right side of the chart. This chart shows the fluctuating supply of shares due to staking activity, but that the shares decrease or deflate over time as the rising T-share rate reduces the maximum possible number of shares. This will continue at the current rate unless percent staked increases by a lot. Chart 6. Expiring Stakes This is my favorite chart. This shows how many thousands of T-shares are being unstaked on any given day. Currently, it shows only PulseChain. It used to show Ethereum. It is mostly the same data. It has various types of information. Large clusters of end stakes far in the future will result in rising T-share rates, more minted hex inflation, and more hex on the market for sale. It shows how there is always a leading edge of short-term stakers that rolls along as time passes and they restake for more short terms. It shows what days and weeks and months and years are popular to end stakes. It shows stakes past the two-week grace period that are bleeding out at 1% per week, and it shows nuked stakes that are gone after 100 weeks. Those penalties go to stakers. You can access other charts by entering a public address into the search box at the top of the page. After thinking for some number of seconds, it will generate three charts that summarize the total staking activity for that address. You cannot view individual stakes, but it is still interesting. You cannot be hacked by entering your own public address but always think about whether anything you enter on a web page can be tied to your geolocation or home IP address. That's all for apphex.win. Website number three, hex.vision. 
This site is based on a platform called Elastic that searches for real-time data. Data is presented in a series of dashboards. There is the homepage, dashboard, and other dashboards to choose from. Each dashboard shows various charts. The home dashboard has the following charts and data for Ethereum. Chart 1. Circulating hex versus stakes opened. Chart 2. Total hex locked. 3. Current address count. 4. A list of all stakes per address and the total hex staked per address. 5. The percentile of days staked. These percentiles are the distribution of staking. Currently, the first quarter of stakers are out up to six months, the second quarter are out to two years, the third quarter are out to 6.5 years, and the last quarter go out as far as the max 15.2 years. This shows a short-term bias despite clear incentives to stake longer. Personally, I consider anything less than two years to be short-term. Next, 6. An end stake chart similar to apex.win that shows how many T-shares will be ready to end stake on what months for the next 15 years. This is the home dashboard. There is a dashboard for Ethereum gas prices, which is interesting to look at to see the activity cycles over many days and all times of day. There is a staking dashboard and an in-stake dashboard you might find interesting, but I don't follow the user interface on those. Next website, gopulse.com. This website is Pulse Chain centric. Although I want this episode to focus on Hex, this website is too good not to mention. The goodness is in terms of the slick user interface and the variety of data. The homepage shows the prices for the four Richard Hart tokens on PulseChain. Hex is the one token that exists on PulseChain and Ethereum. You can see prices. You can also click a button to open a price chart for each coin. For Hex on Ethereum, you have to click the underlined eHex price under the PHEX price. The chart buttons open a chart from the website Dex Screener, which uses the TradingView platform to display data for all coin pairs on all DEXs on all blockchains. Below the prices, you can see a chart of daily transactions on PulseChain and unique active addresses on PulseChain. In the top bar menu under Stats, one of these selections is the Gas page which shows gas prices for sends and swaps on PulseChain, Ethereum, and Bitcoin, and other chains to highlight how much more inexpensive is the gas for PulseChain transactions. Under the menu, Apps, Staking, Hex, you can access a front end for Hex staking. My first choice for running Hex staking would be to run your own server. My second choice would be to use an IPFS version. And my third choice would be to use a community front end. That said, it is good to know where the community front ends are. This is one of them. The coins menu is cool. Under trends, tweets from various social media personalities are shown. 
This is a cool feature, but of course, beware of everyone because crypto is a solo sport and no one but you has your best interest in mind. Under Coins and Bubbles, there is a cool visualization of the price changes of various tokens. Although fun to look at bubbles, this feature is geared more toward people who like hype or care about trash coins. Under the Swap tab, a front-end trading console for PulseX V1 on PulseChain opens. Like staking, this is handy if you choose not to run your own PulseX server or deal with IPFS. As far as the other random things on this site, be careful. If you are new to crypto, you need to be reminded of this. Those who understand the crypto landscape know that caution is very important. When it comes to Hex, you mainly need to know which chain you want to use it on, which DEX front end you want to acquire it with, and which staking front end you want to use to stake it. That is all for GoPulse.com. Next website, Go.Hex.com. This website is tied to the founder of Hex, so it is the most trusted resource for information. This website has had times where it updates infrequently. Lately, the frequent updates come in the form of downloading zip files to run your own front ends so you don't have to rely on websites for critical operations. Critical operations including using Uniswap, using PulseX, using the PulseChain bridge, staking hex, and using the PulseChain block explorer. The website go.hex.com has the zip files and IPFS hash and links for the hex staking front end. Other front ends are available on other websites or at the PulseChain.com GitLab. I have a whole episode about this called Serving Yourself Crypto. When it comes to getting data, the most private way to view and track the progress of your hex stakes is to run your own hex server. This is a simple process where you download the zip, check the hash, run the unzipped exe file, connect your wallet, and boom, there are your stakes for the public address key that you have selected with your wallet. With this front end, under the stake tab, you can see the following things. 1. The t-share rate. 2. You can input various amounts of hex and various time periods to see how many t-shares you can get with the bonus structure. 3. Your stake start and end days. If you mouse over the hex day number, it gives you the calendar date. 4. Principal state. Current mind yield and current APY for current stakes. Knowing when your stakes end is important to end them on time. Knowing the stake length is important to estimate the end stake gas fee on Ethereum, which is negligible on Pulse Chain. Knowing the yield is important to see that the protocol is working as designed and flawlessly. That's all for this website. Next website, etherscan.io. This website is the premier block explorer for Ethereum. It is a private for-profit website. There is a wealth of information here. I will touch on a few things. Number one, you can find the hex smart contract code here. 
you can review it and compare it to the hex layman's guide if you want to do the research to understand the code. Number two, you can connect a wallet to Etherscan to interact with hex on Ethereum. This means you can run all the functions like start stake, end stake, and good accounting. I consider this an advanced method, but one where you can be more positive that there is no website risk because you are calling the functions. Number three, you can view the hex contract. Type hex in the search bar. When the contract page opens, check a few things. One, the contract address. This starts with 0x2b5 and ends with EEB39. The max total supply is around 592 billion hex. The holders is over 300,000. In the hex contract, you can view every transaction using the hex contract on Ethereum. These include swaps and stakes. You can click the holders button to see what addresses hold how much. The holders chart shows this as a pie chart. You can do this for any Ethereum token besides HEX. You will find that all successful tokens have a major amount of centralized ownership, and HEX has less centralized ownership than nearly all tokens, especially Bitcoin, which is very centralized. A good way to determine this is the ownership in the top 100 wallet addresses or the top 1,000 wallet addresses. If you click the Analytics button, you can see a chart that describes the activity of unique senders and receivers and amounts of hex over time. This is not that useful other than showing organic use. There is a historical price chart but it is locked in linear mode and price charts should always be viewed in logarithmic mode so that low-end resolution is not washed out by a few highs. If you click the contract button, you can read the hex code. It was submitted to Etherscan on December 3rd, 2019. It is 2,956 lines of code. Some of those lines are syntax and description. A large portion of the code was just for the free claim for Bitcoin holders during the year one launch phase. That's all for Etherscan.io. Next websites. A short mention of two block explorers for PulseChain. There is beacon.pulsechain.com and otter.pulsechain.com. These are only good for looking up public keys or transactions. There is no data on HEX here at the moment. Another short mention. HEXNOOB.COM slash endstake calculator. That's H-E-X-N-O-O-B dot com slash end hyphen stake hyphen calculator. The HEXNOOB website has an endstake calculator for estimating the cost of ETH gas on Ethereum to end a stake. Two other short mentions, GoRealDeFi.com and HexScout.com. These have various Hex and Pulse Chain onboarding tools, such as a front end of the Hex server from Go.Hex.com. Last but not least, Hexfire.io. This website is run by a community member who offers a free version and a Patreon version. 
at the moment on the free version, which I have looked up, the Pulse Chain side of the website is more up to date than the Ethereum side, but the Ethereum part is what loads first. When I connect to hexfire.io, I get an unsecure HTTP site rather than a secure HTTPS site. This could be a certificate issue. To get a secure connection, go to the icon in the bottom right that says Open New Window, and it links to app.powerbi.com. Power BI is a business intelligence software created by Microsoft. The creator of Hexfire.io, known as Crispy Man, is a Power BI expert who creates charts and searchable data of Hex-related things. It starts off on the Ethereum side, you can click the PulseChain logo at the top row of buttons to switch to PulseChain. There are some of the same sorts of things found on Hex Daily Stats. One of the very interesting features is the tab called Hex Mining. This is where I specifically mean that the PulseChain side is the most up-to-date. Here you can enter public addresses or stake lengths or stake ID numbers and get a filtered list of all stakes that match. The table shows stake ID, address, start date, expected end date, stake length in days, hex staked, T-shares acquired, estimated total yield, estimated payout, estimated ROI at the end, estimated EES payout if early end staked, and actual end date if it ended, or an estimate of the gas fee for Ethereum to end the stake. The estimated gas for Ethereum is based on the GUI rate at that moment, so it can be very different from what it will actually be. The rest of it can be very interesting for people looking at different types of stakes or the holdings of specific addresses. Being able to see the ROI and payouts for different stake lengths and amounts can be very interesting. Keep in mind that these numbers do not take into account the deflation of T-shares and the rising daily payouts that go with that. When you see 500% ROI for a max length stake, that is based on the current payouts. As time goes on and the daily payout rate for a stake increases, then the ROI can increase with it. Hexfire has a payout tab that shows an estimate for the payout increase over time. The payout started around 5.7 hex per T-share per day in 2021, and now three years later is 6.7. That's one hex more per day per T-share. That's a 17.5% increase over three years. In another three years, it could be 10.7. That's four hex more per T-share per day. The increase increases because T-share deflation accelerates for a period of time. In 2030, a major deflation and payout increase will occur. This is obvious simply by looking at an end-stake chart that shows a massive cluster of first-year 10-year stakes ending in 2030. These stakes will have an outsized effect because of the end of the year one launch phase called Big Payday that increased the ROI of these first year stakes. ROI on ending stakes is what leads to T-share rate up, T-share supply down, 
and daily payout up. To understand Hexfire.io, you can watch Crispy Band's YouTube channel called Hexfire. I should mention that a lot of my early understanding of Hex came from watching or listening to long YouTube streams from 2021 to 2022 by the Hex founder Richard Hart and the community analyst known as Wales Only. Richard Hart did live streams, which you can break up by topic at hexsearch.io, and Wales Only did streams on Hex chart sets as well as legacy macro streams. Keep in mind when you watch old streams that 2021 was the last crypto cycle top, and there was quite a bit of exuberance, which faded some in 2022. I mention these streams because there is a lot of information about Hex and cryptocurrency in general in these streams, although a major reason I started this podcast is because most people don't have time to watch or listen to two or three hour streams on YouTube, even if it means freedom both financially and otherwise. Conclusion This episode is intended to give you some leads to follow with respect to finding useful data about Hex. I cannot know if you have time to look into it, but what is as important as looking is the fact that the data is out there. There are different ways to get at the data and many people with different voices who discuss the data. Not everyone who claims to be an analyst is someone with quality or trustworthy information. That is up to you to figure out. What gets honest people talking about Hex is that there is nothing else like it. Hex is an immutable and censorship-resistant financial tool that allows for wealth protection through a time monetization system that bears some similarities to the traditional tool called the Certificate of Deposit. Hex is a truth engine. You can make and honor commitments to yourself. No other passive yield model comes close. When you understand Hex and you understand the current central banking system and unbacked fiat currency, then you understand how something like Hex can not only create wealth, but also defang central banks better than any other financial tool. It is on you. You choose your own level of involvement. This episode has been Basic Data for Hex. I hope this episode helps you to understand where you can find out more about my favorite financial tool. Thank you for listening. Have a great rest of your day.